Antonio, should we go live? Yeah. Are we live? Yes, sir. We're live. Yeah. We are live right now. Oh, guys, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know there was going to be Antonio, visitors here. Yeah, not once in a while. Oh. So <laughs> I don't what were you trying to read? Uh, I was trying to read the ingredient, but they don't give you because it's a secret. I don't want to. They don't want to be the copied. The ingredient of what? Of uh, amaro vecchio amaro del capo, vecchio amaro del capo. This is courtesy of our friend Ludo and the the brand itself. Do you see it? So when Ludovico uh, comes over, there's one thing that Ludovico told me. He said, "I will record with you 11, 11 days out of the week." He said, "No problem. Seven days out of the week." As I'll long as it's amaro del capo. He said, "If you give me a, a cup of amaro del capo, I, I mean, come every time." Ludo is That's a. Sp- only thing I need a cup, Ludo is a spoiled little bastard. It's always <laughs> been like that. You know what? With Ludo, if you go to dinner, you don't have a shot of amaro del capo. It's like you're never gonna digest you good, the rest That's of good. your life. No, well, he was telling me. Uh, he told me the night before. He's like, "We had a four." Ludo, you're listening to this, right? Yeah. We miss you, though. Well, listen. On Friday, oh no, what was it? Saturday, <laughs> we had a dinner for our friend Jonathan. You know Jonathan. Yeah. So his mom. Oh, was Akama wasn't invited. His mom was <laughs> in from California. Oh. oh. okay. So he invited like some of his friends, mm-hmm. and Ludo was one of the the friends that was. Well, but Ludo and Jonathan, they worked together. Exactly, they worked uh-huh. together. They're it was a broken. It was a broken, broken Italian. Italian. Mm-hmm. He he told me this was Ludo's words. He lost his voice. He said I had ten bottles of wine. He said we had ten bottles yeah, of wine. We had I lost a lo- my we voice. We had a lot of wine. And he said we were there for five hours, four or five hours. Well, that's a that's a usual because we went to his favorite place. You know, Patricia's. Patricia's. Where in Williamsburg? Antonio in Williamsburg. Yeah, yeah. Always. But did they open a little bit inside, indoors? They did. We were indoors actually. Oh wow! But the window was open. The so door was open. But anyway, whenever nice. you go to Patricia's with Ludo, oh, forget you're it. talking about a five di- five hour ordeal. Right. Between every entree, first whatever you call it. It's another 20 things coming. We have he smokes uh, three cigars <laughs> <laughs> in between. So he, digestion is very important with Ludo. <laughs> well, he, he told me one time, uh, I remember we went we went together. We went to watch, I think, Milan-Napoli mm-hmm. together. He's like, oh, let's, let's go there. We're going to go watch the game. We tried to order. Antonio and I were hungry. We were starving. We tried to order something right away. And Ludovic was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take we do not order easy. now. He goes, we order at halftime. It's a little bit. It's a little bit late to order at halftime. He goes, no, no, no. We have. We make sure it arrives at the perfect time, the prime time. I said, but Ludo, we're gonna leave right after the game. No, no, we don't leave after the game. This is a four-hour meal. He made us stay there, like you said. That guy likes. And I gained ten pounds that day only. Just in that day. That day only. Uh, Guys, welcome back. Everybody was asking for you uh, (laughs) yesterday when uh, we had we had Ludo and we we had to have a a nice talk with Ludovico about uh, Napoli. And, uh, the hey, situation. this is the third shot for you. Today, <laughs> today, today is obviously deadline day, transfer deadline day in Italy. It officially ended, and we had some high-profile moves. Usually on deadline day, we don't see as much activity, and I think a lot of teams this year were waiting for these last-minute scoops because yeah. a lot of teams were struggling financially. Cheers. Cheers. A lot of teams were struggling financially. Oh, we got Georgie cheers, from cheers, Bonnie's cheers. Grill coming in for cheers, the nice man. cheers. Good shot. not drinking. By the way, can they see Mike? Put it on. Uh, put it on you real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, they don't see they don't see the background today. Check our Instagram stories. Go on to IFTV's Instagram stories right now, and you can see our background. Georgie, it's coming along, and this week I think we'll have a complete. Georgie, you think this week we'll have a complete? Uh, the wall will be done by today, tomorrow, if not. Okay, but I'm saying everything. The surprise. Oh uh, well, no, maybe then this week. This week. End of the week. If his little but brother helps me, if his little brother helps him, uh, maybe that's it will him. Be a He's the little brother. Yeah. Come yeah, on, I'm little brother. Place. I'm the brother now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, all brother. right, yeah. Mike. I'm gonna bring him home. Be, I'm gonna call him George. You're, you're gonna be disowned, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I was saying, uh, I think a lot of the teams that were waiting for um, for the market to end because they struggled financially, so they waited for these last-minute deals. 
Smalling, for example, Chiesa, we had some big, big, big moves. So I think we'll start off with the transfer market just to talk about the what happened, give a recap, give our opinions on some of the moves. Talk a little bit because I know Antonio and Peter, you guys didn't give your opinion on the Juventus now. I don't even know, to be honest with you, unless you told me you told me a few minutes ago about Chiesa only. I, I, anything else I don't know because I, I got up very early and I left. Uh, I meant I meant about the Juventus Napoli situation. Yeah, um, and then a little bit about Inter and all this kind of stuff. Federico Chiesa was obviously the big name on the market for a year. He's been pushing uh, to leave Fiorentina. Mm-hmm. He finally got the move that he was waiting for. He joins Juventus on a two-year loan with obligation to buy under certain conditions. After the second year, the deal is as follows: first year, two million euros goes to Fiorentina. Second year, ten million euro, uh, eight million euros goes to Fiorentina. So that's ten million for the loan, and then with these certain conditions, an extra forty million if Juventus want to purchase him. Uh, the conditions being, he has to score, I think, like ten goals, ten assists, a certain amount of yeah. assists, play sixty percent of the matches. It's one of the three, but not all three of them. It's not all three. No, okay. ten goals for season. He has to get for the the, the two year loan, ten goals and ten assists. Play in two years. In two years. Well, play a lot. Play at least sixty percent of the games, and what does that mean? Sixty percent of the games. Sixty percent like, of each game. No, of, of the total game. If they play a hundred games, he would have to play sixty games. Okay, at least. All right, and yeah. or Juventus uh, fit in the top four. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's or. I can't sure? be. I can't be. Check. Well, either way, can um, we check that, Mike? Check what the conditions are for the... Were they officially released, What if though? one of those conditions is not met and Juventus doesn't like him anymore if Chiesa goes back to, to, to Florence? I saw it on Tutto Mercato Web if you want to check. It's a little bit difficult to say because, again, the, the terms are not always public. The exact terms are not always mm-hmm. come public. There's a lot of rep- different reports saying different things, so it's hard to understand. Either way, I think, it, I think the obligation to buy is probably rather easy. Um, in my opinion, let, let's talk about the transfer as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that this was a move that he was begging for. And Juventus, for some reason, has been obsessed with with Chiesa for a little while, which they have. They have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given my opinion, and I've said that I don't think that he's uh, the player that Juventus need to to complete the squad. I think that it's a little bit complicated for me to find a place for Chiesa in the team. I don't know where he fits. I don't know where he's going to play. With Pirlo's formation, I don't know where he goes. He kind of reminds me of Kulusevsky. They're similar type players the on the wing. Position, yeah. The only thing I will say, you know, having said that, and I and I always said. They would have been better spending that money towards a, a top-class center midfielder. Having said that, you can't deny the talent that Keza has. He's got a hunger about him when he tries to play that really wants to push for it. And, and I really like it. I know a lot of people want to say he's a Bernadeschi 2.0, but he's more talented than Bernadeschi was at Fiorentina. And the guy is striving to try to win. He's been pushing out of Fiorentina for a little while. So it's a risk for Juventus. But I do think they get very favorable terms with all this talk that Fiorentina wanted 80 million in the beginning. They're getting a two-year loan where, honestly, if Juventus wanted to screw it over and not buy him after those years, they could. You know, if the guy gets injured or something. Having said that, so the burden of proof what, is on himself to just to show that he's capable, he's worth the money that, uh, that uh, they wanted to invest on him or whatever. Absolutely. What What's your opinion on? Well, uh, I think on the move? I think it's a, it's a good a good job for a Fiorentina to download him, uh, especially the, you know with the fact that they, he didn't want to go to play in in the rest of Europe over there. He didn't want to stay in Italy. So Fiorentina's got his money worth. I mean, sixty million dollar for a for a two years loan uh, with the the, the the option to to the purchase from Juventus. I think is a great idea. Number one. Number two. You do not want to keep a player that is very unhappy. 
and it's been uh, you know he let he let the, the the ownership known for the last couple of years since mm-hmm. Comiso came on board. I mean the guy nothing he had to do was uh, it's like uh, he was complaining from day one and they had a uh, like, baby this guy here. I mean who wants to keep somebody against his own will uh, on a team that uh, you know is trying to uh, to break into the top five or six. Uh, six uh, team in Serie A so I think it's yeah. a g- good get, get rid of him so I will have just pushed him the first year okay so I applaud Commiso and Barone for uh, for uh, allowing this uh, deal to go through and uh, good luck with you guys now you have to find a place for him God only knows where you're going to plug him can you move Kulusevski right there on the front and make space for this guy here on the right hand side That's can Kulusevski what do you mean that's a problem? I think right what you're saying with Kulo, if they, if Pirlo plays a 4-3-3, I think Chiesa would be good there. But then again, you have competition competition with Kulusevski, who's been a, a pretty much a starter for you over the past few games, who's been very good, and I feel like it's going to be very hard for Chiesa to, to break to uh, break the starting lineup of that. Unless they change the formation, which I don't think Chiesa could play as a striker. I don't think he could play as a wing back. I don't think he could play any other position. He can play on the 3-4-3 too, Marco. Can you imagine a 3-4-3? I don't think I'm right. So it could be the right right wing on the 3-4-3. You're saying on right mid, as in uh, midfield? Yeah, right. Playing on the right. In the, in, the four. Four. in the four, in the four, in the yeah, on the four, in the four. See, but but now know. you're taking a guy who's really and naturally then you leave, attacking. You leave Kuluseski, you leave Kuluseski, Dybala, and uh, Ronaldo. This we don't know how he's gonna play. Yeah. Either way, Peter, what what's your thoughts on the move? No oh, thoughts on the move. Okay. He's a, he's a player that was very linked to Inter too. Yeah, I mean Keza is one of the top and Milan top Italian players right now. Um, he's still young. Why you say 20? everybody keeps saying top? You and you, you say top. Why are you calling he a is top considered, one He is considered one of the top young players. Have you watched him in the past four years? What did Tonali do? I mean, he called it his What did Tonali do? What did Tonali do? Tonali is still young. Okay, how old is Tonali? He's 21. How old is Chiesa? He's 22. 22. Okay, thank you. They're both yeah, young. But Chiesa is $60 million. Tonali will get a $10 million. No, it was, yeah. it was not $10 million. It was not $10 million. All right, 20. It's like three times Chiesa. <laughs> it's like 30. And, and right. Chiesa is going for 50. So 60. 50, 50 plus 10. With add-ons. Some, some, say, some yeah. say there's 10 million in bonuses. We don't know. Whatever. 50 the to point, 60 million. The point is, he's one now, of... Now, all of a sudden, you don't like Tonali. You, you're throwing Tonali. No, I'm not. Hey, no, 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 no. Guess no, what? No, guess no. what? Hey, what place are you? I don't know. What place are you? What place are you? What's the back question? What place are you? Milan, Milan get a little... They are on, Milan's First in second place. place. And First all of a sudden, place. you guys are on top of the world. Conte, Conte. Are you kidding me? Oh, what is my we hair? We played three a games. C- a couple of wins are on top we of the We played three years. Three, three, three games. And these guys get them back hey, in Champions League. With you couldn't even beat Rio Ave. Ave Maria. And you needed... <laughs> <laughs> you needed yeah, Ave Maria to, get, to beat them. Oh, brother. So, all right. Let's wrap it in. Let me get back to my point. I didn't even get my point about Keza. Go back to your point. So... Ave Maria. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to the point, I'll take Fiorentina's stance first. Fiorentina, Chiesa obviously unhappy. Yeah. Uh, wanted to leave Fiorentina for past two years, like Antonio said. Iacchini's system, playing a 3-5-2. You're not getting the best out of Chiesa. Chiesa being one of those wingbacks, even though he performed well versus Inter and has performed okay during this this these first three games. He's taking away from goal, and you're losing the opportunity. You're really taking away his ability to score goals and do what he has to do, right? Three, Fiorentina are able to get 50, 60, whatever you want to say, a decent amount of money for Chiesa in a very bad market right now. Even though it's going to be split up in three years, you're still guaranteed or very close to guaranteeing that money coming into the bank 
to then spend it on other players. Juventus stance. Juventus, Chiesa is, a, as I said before, a top young Italian player. Juventus' recent years have been getting away from getting Italian players. And their history has always been the, the, the best young Italian players playing for Juventus. They're able to satisfy that. They're able to get a player where if playing in the top three, 4-3-3 formation, whatever type of formation Pirlo wants to play, but as the winger, I think Chiesa can do very, very well with top players around him especially if he doesn't have to come back and defend as much as he did with, mm-hmm. with Fiorentina. I think Keza for his... He's different than Bernardeschi. Bernardeschi is more of a technical player. Keza is technical, but he's more based on his speed and athleticism and his strength and, and his willingness to go up and down, his aggressiveness. Um, uh, he's... So Juventus, they're able to get a player now and, and break up his... $50 million uh, price tag in three years. The deal is very favorable. Which is amazing because you can go out and buy different players now and be able to pay them back later on. Exactly. Uh, the problem with Kulisevsky, although I, I see your point where, oh, where are you going to place him? With Parma, you also played in the three-man, in that midfield. So he can be that mezzala, as they call in Italian. He better. Yeah, I get what you're saying. He can play there, but for his, uh, his ability, technical ability, and his size, he can play in the midfield, very similar to how Zaniolo plays in the midfield. I see Zaniolo more as a midfielder. Okay. So That's a good you analysis. might be able to put Kulisevsky in that midfield, Keza as that next right wing. Next instead of Ramsey? As one of, instead, instead of Ramsey. Because he's being more, more of an attacking midfielder. Yes. But that, that also tracks back because he's he's got great. Well, he has so. listen. He has to. Unfortunately, yeah. when you play certain positions, you have to be willing to but track he's like, back. But he's the guy that puts his head down and, and run. Yeah. He'll put well, his head down. Kulusevsky is who we're talking about. If you're playing for Juventus, you got to do what the coach says. What about Kiesa coming from the bench? I mean, no, I'm sure. Listen, I mean, getting into the the thing, but you're not spending 50 million for a bench player. Uh-huh. Sure. I, I've seen plenty of time Juventus doing that. Who? Douglas Costa. He, yeah, he but came he ended. Bench. Well, Bernardeschi now is coming million. all the time from the bench. But if, the, if plan, the, plan, the plan mm-hmm. wasn't to start no. them at the bench. The fear that I have is seeing um, Kiesa. I agree with that analysis, and I, it's something that I didn't consider uh, where to put him. I think that the fear that I have is I've seen a 3-4-3 formation mm-hmm. or a 3-5-2 formation with um, Chiesa on the left side and Kulusevski on the right side. And that has absolute zero balance. Zero, and nothing. Chiesa's not a left. He cannot play left. In my opinion, you can never play a formation like that. Juventus is going in defense. Defense has already looked horrible. If you put Chiesa and Kulusevski as your wingbacks, not only are they being wasted, there's going to be nobody coming back and mm-hmm. it's going to be really, really bad. But... Hopefully, Pirlo will be able to find it out. Again, I think that the one thing that went in their favor is that Juventus had a, uh, a hard time buying players. They really struggled this year. The only reason why Chiesa got done is because Rugani went out to Rennes, De Chillo went to Lyon, and Costa went to Bayern. So they got all of these wages off the bill that they were able to help get Chiesa, and the terms were favorable. It's not getting OR where they wanted the cash right away. This is spread out over multiple years, so they're able to make this purchase. And it's a purchase that they wanted for a long time, moving towards that. Who's they? They who? The management. The management. Did Pirlo ask for Chiesa, on your opinion? Yes or no? In my opinion... He's the coach. In my opinion, they told him, we like Chiesa, and I'm sure Pirlo said, oh, I like him. I don't think that Pirlo said, go buy me Chiesa, but I'm sure they said, we want to get Chiesa. What do you think about him? And I'm sure Pirlo likes him. I mean, the fact that he likes him, everybody over here can like him. Can he plug him on the, on the team? He can. He must, he liking he must, somebody well, that doesn't must what, what Can you use him? What was Pirlo's stance and like as far as a coach? What does he want to do? Right? Yeah. 
he wants to be able to play attacking style, mm-hmm. which Keza can play, mm-hmm. and he wants to be able to win the ball back when we lose, which Keza, in his aggressive nature, can do. Mm-hmm. He's a quick player. He'll be able to work hard. He cannot do both. He, he can. can't. No, because he runs out of gas. You've seen in Florence. No. In Florence, it's lucidity. When you he's, play, he's never, never scores. Rarely Antonio, scores Antonio. because it doesn't have any more no, gas because left. when you play in that wing-back position, you have to have you keep running. six lungs. Yeah, yeah. You run out of energy real quick. And also, when you're playing with Fiorentina, the level is going to be very different than the level at Juventus. You know, what does that mean? Juventus plays a high tempo. Better than that they play high tempo. They have, they have better, better players, players around him. He's going to be. He's not going to. At Fiorentina, he had to be the man. If Chiesa didn't perform, Fiorentina likely didn't perform. At Juventus, he's more so. He's not going to be the guy that they're counting on. He's more so going to be an addition to an already squad. The, the only, is how I would say. So you say the pressure is going to get off his shoulder as much as they. they not it, not necessarily the pressure, but the reliance on him is not going to be as important i Got don't think you. he's that that's more so where i think that it's going to come from well, i just hope he doesn't get lost because yeah. when you play with a top team there's top players around you yeah so we're gonna it's a, a real test now there is no with fiorentino who else you're gonna put instead of keza yeah. keza has a bad game you're gonna put keza anyway yeah. because you have no one else juventus you have a bad string of games you bring you're, someone else in. you sit on the bench yeah, exactly. but the the other thing too that the thing i know i've been against this move of keza but at the same time i do think keza's got a great character i do see him having this winning mentality that he loves he wants to win at all costs the guy pushes and he's got this ferocity about him that i really really like and i don't think he's afraid of the challenge to try to make his part which i think is very important it's not i don't think he's somebody that's going to go there and just play his part and do his job i think that he really wants to cement himself i'm turned just talking about the character of the player so that's what gives me a little bit of confidence again the deal is done it's already there so we can only talk about what happens going yeah. forward and we we see the way that pirlo implements him that's all we could I, say i just wanted to add if if pirlo does play with wing backs and play chiesa there i don't it's very I don't, bad i don't see a future with him because chiesa first of all he doesn't score many goals and putting him even further away from goal which which uh which at fiorentina he hasn't been looking good i think it's a recipe for disaster especially spending so much money on let's, him. let's, I, let's I mean, move on go ahead people uh, one last comment yeah. about chiesa deal the Keza deal they did, they were high on the player, but they had other positions that they maybe should have went defense. after. Yes. Whether it be defense, left back, even number nine. Morata, for me, yeah. is not your number nine at Juventus, but we'll see. Uh, let's, let's move me, on. Let's I move want on. to just Can answer we... to what Mike said, and okay. then let's finish <laughs> up with this Keza nonsense. Uh, to me, something went on between Pirlo, some of the top senators of the, Ju- on the Juventus uh, 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 strikers and uh, forwards, and uh, maybe Agnelli to, uh, to, some, to some extent. So they probably, they, they sat at the table and they said, hey, listen, we're going to sign this guy here. Can we find a place for this guy here? Probably Ronaldo must have said, okay, yo, this is the situation. You know, the ball comes through me, through Dybala, and it goes through uh, uh, this guy here, Kuluseski, and it goes through, uh, even it's going to probably go through Morata. So Chiesa, it's either going to be sharing the time, not, not, not expecting to be the focus of the team. Probably they're going to shrug a lot of the pressure off his shoulder. And they're gonna be, he's going to be asked only maybe to assist some of the top striker, not taking as many shots as he used to take uh, when he was in Florence. And that's what he's going to do in the beginning until they find, they find the niche for him to play into the Juventus mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, formation. So probably. that's what I think is going to happen the first five or six games. So once they find his position, if they do find it, then the case might fit into the, the, the stuff. Otherwise... Callejon is the replacement, we should say, for uh, Chiesa. For Chiesa. Bought it. They signed they, him. Yeah, he's a free agent. Um, they signed him. 
I, I'll show you. I got to show you something after. Well, <laughs> I don't want to show you now. Uh, but yeah, so Callejon, I don't know what. I, don't, I know Michael no. likes this move yeah, a lot. Not bad. Yeah. Say your I'm personally not a, not a yeah. fan of the move. I don't think that Callejon's a replacement. To be the starter over there, it's it's difficult. It's it's he has lost a step, it's, but it's, he's still it's, a good it's, player. A, in my opinion, it's unfortunate that Fiorentina last year did not sell Chiesa because they would have gotten a lot more money and probably better terms. Okay. Obviously, they could not expect the coronavirus to happen and the financial struggles mm. that would come. So it's unfortunate, and it's also unfortunate that it comes the last day of the market to not be able to really invest in anything. And with the two-year loan, how much more do you think he was going to get? For for they Chiesa. probably would have gotten the money up front, more up front. Oh, up front, yes, loan, but. Which could have been reinvested into the team early, okay. but not more Fair than sixty enough. million. No, not more. I didn't mean more than sixty million, but I believe time value of money. You get it now compared to two years. That's what I meant. And and it's still, I know that it, they're very uh, favorable terms for Fiorentina, but it's still not confirmed that you're gonna get this and eventual forty million. Yeah, you know, if the guy it's gets hurt, what happens? Yeah, no, but I I I think, and I think if you're gonna sell the player to a, for a two year loan. I think you it's that either no, but I'm saying it's the either either or situation. Okay. Right, I don't enough. think it's fair all enough. Three. We don't know. We don't know the details of it. Let's move on. Uh, Costa joined Bayern Munich, which we mentioned a little a little bit. Um, a club that he knows very well. Juventus was he did not really have a place under Juventus. Unfortunately, uh, incredibly talented players. Probably one of the most talented players in Serie A. Unfortunately, with injuries, he was never really able to get a consistent time in uh, at Juventus, which is really uh, that's an unfortunate thing. It sucks when you see a player, a great player, that's got everything to do it, but unfortunately, through something that's not their fault necessarily, they're not able to achieve that high highest highest of levels. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I know I watch I watched Costa's documentary, and he always spoke about I want to be a Ronaldo, I want to be a Messi, I want to be the best in the world. So it sucks that he was not able to give a shot, but we love Costa. Uh, great guy. We interviewed him. He's always rocking our cultural merch, always posting about us. So we're still going to follow him at Bayern Munich. And hey, Perisic left for Inter. The guy went on to win the treble. So maybe a difference of environment. He'll be able to do something really good at Bayern Munich. And we're rooting for him. Any uh, Smalling ended up joining Roma. Another one that we did not think was going to happen. Last, last, very last minute, but we knew that Roma needed Smalling. They could not start their season without Smalling. He did incredible last year. We know Inter wanted him. Manchester United were talking about keeping him. And to be honest, with Manchester United's defense that I, I watched <laughs> against Tottenham, they probably could use Smalling. Uh, but again, environment matters. So Roma, I think, did a great job at least securing Smalling on the final it day. Was 15, it was actually $15 million. There, think, uh, Emmanuel wanted actually $20 million, And it looked like they were going to break it for $5 million. But it seems like they came to agreement because Smolin actually said he wanted to go back to Roma. Five really minutes. The- so the market closed 20, 8 o'clock at night. So wait, 7.55, they sent in the, the contract. Wow. And they didn't get confirmation until two hours later after. So they didn't know if it was going to go through or not. If it was completely going through, yeah. We so, were waiting by. We were like, what the hell is going on? So what but, did Milan get? Nothing. <laughs> Jesus. You guys are first on the table. You guys, you guys don't need anything. You weren't able. You wanted a, a few center backs, center back. a few different Jesus center backs. Christ. We you didn't get anybody. You weren't able to close a deal for any center backs on the last yeah. day. Um, speaking about a former Milan player, though, Bakayoko, he signed for Napoli. Which is a hopefully a good addition for excellent player for yeah. Gattuso's excellent man. player and it's it's a this is under, a workhorse under Gattuso he flourished so oh that's he, true he knew Gattuso he knows Gattuso very well this guy he you knows think the he system could, that play his part in not play team this year oh absolutely absolutely much better than uh, hey. Napoli looking good this it's a so different far. type of midfielder than Napoli's used to that's my only concern they're that's used true. they're really used to guys Technical. that are really good on the ball yeah, yeah. and Bakayoko is much more of a defensive breaking no this guy's got quality feet too he's got it he's got quality he's not the most 
quality feet. Player, but he's he not like that, he's not that usual Napoli midfield that I'm used to the past five years. But he'll add that physical. These guys that never stops. It's a workhorse. I'm telling you, he'll he'll add that physical. Uh, aspect aspect to the midfield oh, yeah. that maybe Napoli, which are usually on the smaller side in that midfield, can work, especially when you're versing an Inter, when you're versing uh, mm. Milan with Cassier. So he can match up maybe mm. and add that extra element to the team. Roma had an insane last day of transfers. Perotti ended up going so, to Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce, which the deal almost got canceled. It was, it was supposed to be Perotti goes to Fenerbahce, El Sharawi comes to Roma, and Clivert goes to RB Leipzig. It seemed like Perotti was going to fall through to Fenerbahce. Then El Shadawi said, okay, now they're not going to be able to uh, sell El Shadawi. They found a deal for Perotti. Perotti joined Fenerbahce. Clivert joined RB Leipzig, but El Shadawi's deal to Roma fell through because there was not enough time to complete the move. Get El Shadawi posted idea. with a sad face and that he was yeah. disappointed that he didn't get his move back. We know so he's close. really looking forward to it. He was training it. with them, too, the past few days. Roma had a very, very busy Mercato. Uh, yeah. Mercato. Last day. Last so day of Mercato. We got the, the Norwegian guy. Nobody. You guys got nobody. You I know. Norwegian we got nobody. Guy. That's why. Last, last thing about today's transfer market. Last two things. Uh, Piontek was linked to a move to Fiorentina that Fiorentina was trying to make this move happen. Uh, would have been around 30 million euro total deal. Mm-hmm. They were not able to complete this move either. Good. They, 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 they don't need him. It's just a waste. Uh, this Nine, guy. You said the next Shevchenko when he came over. I don't think so. I never said that. <laughs> yeah, I think you Hold said me. that. Nayangolan did not get his move to uh, Cagliari. So he's staying on Inter? He's staying at Inter for another That's year. That's huge. That's like really it. big. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I'll make a comment on the Inter. Nayangolan staying at Inter. Marotta said before the Lazio game, you know, any player that doesn't want to stay on Inter, we're going to let them go. You don't want to unhappy. I think Nayangolan. Definitely wanted to go to Cagliari. He agreed terms. He, he agreed yeah. his contract in terms with Cagliari. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was missing was agreement between Inter and Cagliari. Yes, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I like Inter's stance on this. Listen, just because the player wants to go somewhere or Cagliari wants him, they have to be able to put up the 10, 12 million. That's nothing, okay? So if Cagliari can afford it, we already gave them Godin. We cannot give another player. That's you didn't one. give him anything. Yes, we did. No, Number two. Hey, Nangolan, Nangolan. Go for you. Nangolan you is a really good player. I agree. And in this Inter team, I think he the could depth. add Peter. something special. Please, off the bench is gonna be a beast. Forget about off the bench. I think that you go, Georgie. Yeah, I mean, Ludo, no more of this stuff here. Otherwise, we're a bunch of drunks here. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, you know the game versus Lazio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really rather had Nangolan. As that attacking midfielder, than having Gagliardini in that midfield. Imagine a midfield of uh, Barella, Vidal, and Nangola. He likes Gagliardini for some strange reason. He's always why. a starter. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't, I don't know, know, know what's up with that. But though. so that being said, I, I think Inter, as far as the books are concerned, maybe would have liked to have sold Nangola and get the 10, 12 million in the on the books. But as an extra midfielder and the quality that he has, he can score goals. He can play in the different positions. He is very much a Conte player 100%. as far as the physicality and the grinta and everything. Him, Vidal, Barella, Sensi, that's a nice midfield. It's a tasty midfield. Ericsson, that, I'll leave that for later, but um, <laughs> that's interesting. Fiorentina yeah. now with uh, the failed attempt with Milik, the failed attempt with Piontek. 
I don't think you got to spend money on Piontek 25 million. That's stupid. I'm sorry. Over He's not that player. Milik will make but, a lot more sense for But the, Fiorentina Milik rejected Fiorentina. Fiorentina failed at getting a number 9. Yeah. We've yeah. seen it the start of the season. Vlahovic has something wrong with him. He's not the number 9 that they were hoping. He needs more confidence. I don't know what he needs exactly. But they needed a number 9. And they weren't able to get it. Piontek is not Wait, even a number nine. But w- would he, you be happy if they did end up getting Piontek? Because he is a number nine. But do you think you? He's not expensive. Not for that money, no. So no? No. Uh, Anto, can you do me a favor real quick? Tell the people to like and subscribe the for the stream. Guys, like and subscribe. And if you're coming over here, we get your shot of uh, Amaro del Capo. Only Thank you, Amaro del Capo. Only? Only the people that like the video. Only the people that like the video. And subscribe to the And video. subscribe the video. <laughs> That's it. If That's they it. come here and they don't do that, what do they get? They problems. get a kick in their butt. <laughs> we throw them in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, uh, can we move on again? Yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's, let's move on, on about this, this Napoli because Napoli was the topic one second, of the One second. There's a couple more transfer market oh. that I, that I want to do. Uh, Traore from Atalanta. 18-year-old Traore. 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 It's not Traore. That's what they said. Traore. Tra, I mean, tra, Traore means three hours. Traore. <laughs> Traore. Are you sure? Yeah, Traore. It's the Italian pronunciation. It's the accent on the E. Traore. You said Traore. Traore. It's like Traore. Yeah. Traore. 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 All right. Traore. Signed for Manchester United from Atalanta for a deal that's 25 million. Plus 15 million in bonuses, so 40 million euros to Manchester United. He will join in January. He is not joining now. Mm-hmm. He will join in January. And this tallies up for Atalanta to an incredible transfer fee. A total of 322 million Atalanta's had in sales since 2017 alone. Incredible number. And if we just look at this season alone, Traore. Traore, Traore, 40 million. Klusevski, 45 million. They made 85 million for two players who are not part of their, their lineup at all. And even Castagno off the bench. That's true. And 25 million. Castagno, another 25 million. That's almost over 100 million for guys. I mean, Traore and Klusevski were not part of the team at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Castagno, you could say he was. Yeah. That is incredible, incredible business. The one thing that I will say is when I'm looking at this list, I see Traore, Kuluseski, I leave them aside. Kessie, I guess you could leave him aside. Bastoni, Cristante, Castagne, Conti, Gallardini, Caldara, Mancini, Petagna, Barro, Cornelius, Paloski, Kurtic, Berisha, and D'Alessandro. A lot of those guys did not pan out. Gallardini. No. <laughs> With some big transfer market. Gallardini was 23 million. Caldara didn't pan out for us, and then he they went up, went up back going to. Uh, he just tore his patella. He tore what I tore in my knee. You did? Yeah. Oh, wow. that's yeah. it. You know what? I don't wish him bad luck to anybody, but this guy here was such a bust for his Milan. We spent well, so much he was money. Was injured? You can't. I know. I, I know. Was injured? He was injured, he but uh, even when he was that. right, I don't think he really wanted to play for AC Milan. He was great for Atalanta when he was healthy. All oh. oh, right, so he's back on Atalanta. and just tore his patella. Said, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, you but you know what? You can't listen, blame him for listen. that. This is what you just said, Marco. What yes. you just said. Yes. He pens very nicely to just make a, to 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 point to Conte that Conte. all yeah to, to oh. all of his players. The Inter all all he does they sell all the players that they wound up doing very well elsewhere and then uh, and then when they go back uh, to to Inter they're just uh, a bunch of busts. I don't think so. So it okay. has to do with the coach. It has to do with the coaching staff. Yeah. Under Gasperini, even the worst players that they buy they flourish. They go under Conte, look that. Nangolan is not even worth anymore. Nangolan was not given, was not thrown away to Cagliari because, uh, you know, Peter said, hey, at least throw me some crumbs on the plate. You don't even give me $12 million. So what are you trying to say, Pete? 
Now you guys have an overload of players that are gonna be shit. I don't think we have shit in the bench. You're gonna play every three every three days. Listen, listen. This year, come on, let's not argue. We argue about the same thing every time. How many midfields they have? They have 20 midfields. I want a lot. Last last move. Did Eriksen play yesterday? He didn't play. I'm sure we're not gonna. I'm sure you're not gonna have much to add to this. But Darmian did sign for Inter. There you go, another one. Which. To me, I mean, I don't think he really adds much to to your team. It's not somebody that you're really going to talk about. It's a player that Conte likes because he likes everybody. He's versatile. He's a jolly, as they say in Italian. Jolly. Jolly. He can play (laughs) right back, play in the three center back position, and he can play left back position, which my one complaint to Inter's transfer session was that we did not not get a left wing back. That we need. You wanted Moses. You really wanted. Well, oh, you wanted Moses Alonso, was at the end. Palmieri. I think Marcos Alonso and Emerson Palmieri. Obviously, the numbers didn't come uh, to what we what we could have afforded. But at the same time, we needed to get a left wing back. When you have Perisic, young. Darmian, and Ashley Young, I think Ashley Young is going to be the starter, or Perisic turn it on because these last games that he played did not impress me in that position. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a few teams and I want everyone to give a grade, mm-hmm. an A, B, C, or D. Obviously, you can use plus or minuses. Based on what? Based on their transfers oh. only. So if we say AC Milan, what would be everybody's letter? D, for me. A D. They didn't get anybody. Hey, you're talking about transfer. We didn't get anybody. You got Dalot. Tonali, Heiger. Uh, no, uh, no, we're talking about the last ten minutes or the no, last. No, no, oh, the, the entire transfer market. Uh, transfer I would say market. Uh, a B. Okay. You thought you thought we were just saying today, yeah. That's I thought what you were saying today. Yeah. No, no. B. So he didn't. He didn't mean um, a B. A B. Yeah. Peter, we don't have money. How can we afford to be an A? No money, no honey. <laughs> what yeah. would yours be? No, I think uh, I would give it a B minus. Mm-hmm. The only reason why is because they didn't get a center back. They really should have gotten a center back. Yeah. Because you have Gabia, uh, Kier, Musakio, I don't know, and uh, who else? <laughs> They, who who's yeah. the other center back? Well, he plays on the national team. You should know him. Romagnoli. But he's okay. injured. He's, but he's injured. Back. So I think they needed another center back. They no, didn't we get needed that. two center back, not one. Okay, but one for sure, and they didn't get that, and that was a big need. But able to re-sign Ibrahimovic, yeah. who before getting COVID yes, sir. was unbelievable. Yes, Only sir. played a game and a half, but it's okay. Um, you signed Tonali for a really, really good price. Could be the future of that Milan midfield. You get uh, who's Coming the other players? Brahim, Brahim, Diaz. Brahim Diaz. Diaz. He looked good. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not too crazy about him, but he's definitely a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did they sign? The the Dalot. kid, Dalot, Dalot. Hog. Oh. So there's some questionable. Yeah. Some some sparks maybe mm-hmm. that can can be had. I would say I would say a B plus. I give him a B plus. I'm not gonna repeat everything that Peter just said, uh, but I think that Ibra and Tonali were the big things pushing me forward. It would have been an A minus if they would have gotten a center back. I definitely would have put them there, but a B plus for me. What's your score? Uh, I, I'd probably give it like a a C plus. I think their biggest thing they didn't get uh, was uh, defenders, which the biggest thing a right back, a center back. Tonali, yeah, they got, but it was more of an offload from Inter. Zlatan was gonna resign because he had a good season, so those were like given. But they, they did good with that. So I feel, for me, I feel like they were givens for the most part. Uh, next uh, team. Yeah, that's what I think. Next team we do is Inter. What does everyone think Inter's rating oh will be? With all the money that they have, of course they have the, the, 
I mean, they keep buying, <laughs> buying, we, buying. we didn't buy anybody. Oh, my God. You didn't buy anybody. Buy? You have everything. What did we buy? Well, you got, uh, what's his name over there? Uh, Akimi, yeah. which he actually disappeared on Sunday. I couldn't even know. Did I didn't even know that he was playing. One of the better players on the team. Really? Yes. I didn't know that he touched a ball <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> All right. So Peter, yeah. let's, let's stick. Okay, what you know what? I'll give him a, a B plus. Uh, I'm going to go with Inter. I think it did good. I was happy. The only thing, my only concern for for Inter was they didn't get a real left wing back. If they got someone like Hakimi on the left side, I would have gave them probably an A. They kept Raja. I was scared he was going to go 100%. They got Hakimi, one of the best fullbacks in the world. Uh, who else did they get? Kolarov. <laughs> and Skriniar stayed, which is another big one. Vidal. They brought him Vidal. Nine waste. They brought him Nangle on. Sanchez, they capped, right? They brought in Nangolan. Nangolan, yeah, that's, that's what I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Perisic. B plus, A minus, I'd say very good from Inter. I would say B plus too. Old I don't girl. have too much to add to it, but yeah. B plus. I would say... Should have gotten a, maybe another attacker. A striker, right? B for plus Lukaku or something? They have 40 sorry, players. We, sorry, I, don't, I, I interrupted <laughs> they got Peter. 40 players. I, Peter was about to say something. Oh, we did, oh, get, an, we did get another striker. 40 players. Uh, Pinamonti. Yeah, so, but I'm um, talking about a real one. Off the bench, Pinamonti uh, is that target striker. Okay. Young Italian. You go like this, but he's a young Italian that yeah. so far hasn't impressed much. But I think off the bench, he could be interesting as a target striker. Um, that being said, I, I would I would give Inter uh, an A-. minus. I was thinking A minus, but I'm gonna say B plus. All right, so I gave them a B so, plus too. So for one yeah. time, one time we agreed with each other. But you guys don't know this. I'll explain why. Shame too. No, no, he's he's on loan. Yeah, the, he needs to play the kid. Mm. Um, we got rid of Godin. I like Godin. A real center back. Godin was useless. And we got Kolarov and Darmian, who are play, like D'Ambrosio, are players yeah, exactly. that we don't know if they're Gonna left be wing backs, uh, center backs. Yeah. What exactly they play? Good. We were able to keep Skriniar. So I think you're definitely going to have to start Bastoni, um, Devray, Skriniar. We get Hakimi, who at 40 million is a Steel. great price. You get Vidal for free. Great price. <laughs> Alexis Sanchez for free. Great price. <laughs> How's the price? Dancing. <laughs> great price. Anything that's for free, what do you say? I do, I do not agree with Listen. this. You know, nothing I don't. I do not. I do not agree with listen this. Listen to me. Though. Nothing. Is oh, free. it is free. You pay. You pay the <laughs> it salary. It is free. Oh, you the salary was very cheap. Hey, listen, listen. Alexis Peter, Sanchez Peter, lowered his salary. Peter, to let me just remind you. This was Juventus fans a couple of years ago. Oh, we got Rabiot for free. We got Ramsey for free. <laughs> yeah, but and now and uh, Candido for free. Douglas Costa. And now we're like, we can't even get rid listen, of them. He we said we're not spending ten million. Somebody gave it to you for free because they think they're not worth it. No. Let's let's okay. Let's, let's no, continue. don't dismiss me. For the, free. <laughs> you guys no, argue about the same nothing shit. Nothing is free. But anyway, the first result, it was just Sunday, watching you guys playing, you know, Conte taking, making these three subs, two players at a time, and then he put the other guy in. What did you guys accomplish? If Atalanta can beat, uh, if Atalanta can beat the Lazio 4-1, and you guys are not even Atalanta a, a time. has the same players for the past three seasons. You got, the, you, you got three national teams. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 40 players. When you play you soccer, when you have new players, it's going to take players. time to be able to work. I agree that Inter did not play well, but Lazio, they didn't do much either. And this is the same Lazio that's been playing for the past two years. So I think what I was what I was interested in is Conte, before the Inter game, he said, oh, I would ra much rather win a game 5-4. This is my new style of play. Oh. And then he did not do that. He's so, so yeah. So <laughs> I think... Inter did not play that game. They were very, very just... Same thing as last year that I saw that I did not like was they got the one nothing. 
They had the chances to score the second, but they didn't really do enough. And Conte waits too long to make subs. Mm. You have you have quality on the bench now. You have no excuses. That's you got to change these guys. Gagliardini cannot be your starter. Conte, get it through your head, man. <laughs> He's never Gagliardini he on the him. bench. So for the first time, you're criticizing this loser. Listen, I can criticize him when he needs to be criticized. Ooh. And I've criticized him in the past also. Yes. But at the same time, Conte is the leader of this team. Conte is a good coach. 30 million. Very good good coaches can have bad games. Cannot read the game. Look at look at the Klopp. Klopp lost 7-2. Yeah, that's crazy. That's one game. When? Sunday? Seven goals yeah, against when? Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> against against Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Mm. And okay. Mourinho smacked Manchester United 6-1. 6-2. 6-2. I lost count. Six six I lost count. So what oh, I'm trying man. to say is smacked. There's the and then I was actually with with Ludo. Ludo Poor said, Ryan. <laughs> "You know Boskov? You remember Boskov? Yeah. Boskov said, I'd rather lose one game six one than six, than games. six games one nothing. Yep. Ooh, so you gotta right. be able to great, dust one great. game off and go to the next game. Phil that's, seems like a scientist out there. Yeah, that's not that's not okay, the apply to you. Oh, it applies to us. We can we can have so." You fall in the straps every if single I go podcast, to in, by the way, Inter, Yeah, you really do. Last, <laughs> year, do. last year, they they maybe lost this game. Okay? This year, we should have won it. But I'm okay <laughs> with a tie. Not in that fashion. But it's okay. The season is long. Yeah, Guys, let's, can we say, you, let's, let's stay on top. I, I, I want to say the last structure. thing is my friend. I got to tell okay. him. I said, Peter, I don't talk you have about a lot of last yet. things. Really Peter, you're like a magician. You keep finding excuses. You keep Excuses out of your hats all the time. They're so fluid. That's funny. The fluidity of you finding excuses for this loser it's of content right? is unbelievable. I give you an A for that. Thank you. I'll give you a triple A. A triple A. Triple A. Triple A. You're going to come pick me up. Triple A. You're going to come pick me up when my Vespa breaks. I will. I will. Next question. I want to continue with the topic. Go ahead. Juventus, transfer market. Uh, what would you grade their signings? Let me remind you, they signed Artur, they signed McKenney, they signed Kulusevsky, they signed Morata, mm -hmm. they signed Chiesa, they signed... Who else did they sign? Is Not that bad. it? Did I, did I get everybody? That's more mm -hmm. than I thought. Now I didn't think about it. Yeah, I would say an A-. minus. I would give him an A-. minus. I was... And you the minus is because of Chiesa. Chiesa is like... A, no, no, for me, I, I found I found difficult to find a spot for him. Uh, on so without Chiesa, A? I would be an A. Uh, Anto, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you. If they got another midfielder like Or, like we're talking about, they probably would have got a nice, great, or or even Morata. I wasn't a fan of, but they still got a number nine striker, so you can't complain mm -hmm. too much. If they got a nice midfielder to complement, rather than taking one of those guys like Yeza or whatever, they would have got a perfect score for me. But A minus, I think fits the fits the bill for them. Mm -hmm. um, I do agree. I think that they um, they the left. I don't know the formation that Juventus is going to play, so it's hard yeah. to say. People but that, even the, <laughs> the left back is a concern, is a major concern for me with Alexandro injured. And even with Alexandro, it's a major concern for me. The defense has looked a little bit of a concern with Danilo, even though Danilo's looked really good. Uh, but more so for me, this, the center midfield was the big disappointment. I think that we saw, I think the midfield has greatly improved. We got rid of Matuidi. Um, we've added McKenney, who's all right, but we've added Artur, who's a great uh, tactical player, mm -hmm. technical player, which is very good. I never really thought Juventus needed a crazy number nine, so I'm not going to go crazy about that. 
I would say that Juventus did a B plus, B plus, A minus. It's a mm. little bit on the yeah, on the, on the hand over there, the left wing back, left back, and a center mid. Uh, I would have given a much higher grade, and I think that we'll see if it does come into factor. Again, a lot of it will depend on the formation that Pirlo uses. If we're going off base last year, four three three, I would have been much more harsh on Juventus, but based off of we don't know exactly where everybody's going to play, and a lot of people could be dynamic, like Peter was saying, um, it's hard to say. What's Who did I forget? Atalanta. What would Atalanta? Oh. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. I say Atalanta's an A. They did not sell the big players. Almost everybody has stayed. They made 85 million euro. No, they made 100 million euros of players who are not in their starting 11. More so, they kept all of their guys. Yep. The only thing... See, I say A, but now I think a defender was um, a better defender. They got Romero, who I really liked. If they would have added one more top center defender, back. Uh, center back, I would have given it an A+. Okay. But all things considered, I'm giving them an A. Okay, yeah, Marco, I probably have to agree with you. Because, first of all, a lot of people didn't think they are gonna. They thought Atalanta were going to dismantle the summer. I believed in them. I yeah, believed in COVID the project, is, baby. But COVID is mostly I know, the I know, reason. but they still did it. Uh, there's, they kept their starters. It sucks that Caldara got injured. They have Romero. Um, if they were if they were planning to bet on Caldara, then that was the first mistake. Yeah, I don't. Yo, it's, it's injuries, said, man. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Caldara, it's very hard. I know he's injury. A career prone. of injuries. I get that. I get that. But uh, yeah, they didn't sell their starters. I think that was the biggest was biggest thing. A minus. Uh, I said what A you minus. Said A minus. I What's I yours, Anto? I would say A minus for the same reasons that Mike was saying before, and uh, and I would say I would add that. Uh, uh, against Mike, Mike's, uh, uh, you know, uh, vision. I don't think uh, that, that Atalanta needs the defense uh, as much as you think because Atalanta is an attacking. Another center back. I know they concede it's a lot. It's an attacking team. Atalanta is going to score five or six goals and it's going to take game. two or three. Believe me. Game. So Atalanta is going to overscore any opponent. He's going to try at least most of the game. Try overscore every opponent. Atalanta does not rely on defense to win the game. Atalanta is a unit that they attack and defense twelve uh, to in uh, in. Uh, 10, 10 players. That's what I see there all the time. So uh, I would say I would say uh, uh, a minus because uh, they they spend the money wisely and they didn't overbuy it. They didn't over, uh, overspend. So uh, okay. they bought maybe a couple. They bought a couple kids. Yeah, they I mean, got a uh, few players. Miranchuk, yeah. Lamar. Yeah, they, but that we don't know. Lamar's. Yeah. 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 Peter, what's your rating? I give a B, and I'll give you a reason why. Oh boy. Mm. Oh okay. boy, this harsh. No, but it go. It stems to what Marco was saying. So. First, Atalanta not selling anybody is great. It's a team that, especially on the Gasperini system, you have to understand what type of style it plays. The movement is very important. Also, your defenders, you're leaving your defenders 1v1 a lot of times because you overload uh, the offensive side of the, of the game. That being said, we hear about the sale, 25 million, 45 million, another 30 million. So you have money now. Plus the Champions League. So you're looking at $140 million that you were able to make with Champions League and the sales of these three players. Two, I'm not saying spend it all in one place. $40 million go, of it not, came the last day. Okay. But uh, besides that. He was expected to be But besides, No, but wow. okay. So right, let's, let's take see, let's away see. the $40 million. Okay. We'll go to $100 million. $100 million. Okay. okay. Your ambitions have to start aligning with what you're doing. If you're okay. in the Champions League the past three seasons, you have to make not four or five Champions League signings, but one. I think the Atalanta fans can deserve one top Who signing. would you have signed if you were Gasparini? Keeping, I'm not saying who I would have nothing. signed. Maybe just because think, they, they get I, money and they, they I, don't have anybody I to think, buy. What, what do you do? I think a legit 
center back, especially when you see Cagliari that was able to get a Godin and work out a deal. Godin is not a top center back. When you see when you see Roma able to get Smalling for fifteen million, okay, Smalling. Atalanta could have or should have gone after a, a center back on their list, whatever that can play and add that experience. S- not even experience. Champions League Champions experience, experience okay, I get what you're saying. but also something added to that team, and they could have used it. Also in the midfield. I would add maybe a, tech, a more technical player. In the center mid for Freud. Don't forget Freud, that uh, is still not playing. Ilicic is coming back a little yeah, bit. doesn't play Wait, Let me ask you something, Marco. And then so I'm be, I might be, I'm probably harsh on Atalanta, that B, but that's just what I, I think. What but I always love the way Atalanta so What was your rating? Moves. B. I B, gave it B, a B, but... Uh, Napoli? Let, no, let me just finish up with oh. Peter and then we we'll go to Napoli. First of all, let me tell you something. If Gasparini wanted something, there is no player in Europe that would not really like to play for Gasparini, number one. Number two... Gasperini, if it's high on a player, he will go to the to the ownership and say, I want this guy here. Just do what you got to do because this guy... Ronaldo. He's high on Ronaldo. Nah, I don't think so. If I plug this guy... Gasparini is not for big names. No. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have the budget. Where's he going to go? What are you talking about? You just said $140 million doesn't have the budget. <laughs> Gasparini, if, he, if he's high on a player, he will tell the, the ownership. I said, I want this guy here. Get it, to, get it for I me. I doubt it. So Gasparini is relying on his style of play and on... Uh, the youths because they have a spectacular uh, uh, you know farm Primavera, yeah. they have a spectacular farm and they like he relies on players that are asshole on the field so even a mediocre player if he likes it he will go and say hey listen this guy here couple million dollars bring him over we're gonna get him so we're gonna we're gonna teach him how to play soccer we're gonna we're gonna get a great investment Spe- out of this speaking guy. of football since you mentioned football uh napoli what, what was everybody's rating about uh, uh napoli they got osiman of course they got petania mm-hmm. they br- also brought in Bakayoko. Bakayoko. They kept Kulubali. The uh, they kept Kulubali, which was a big key for them. They, they got rid of more. Alan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They got rid of Alan. Yes. They they brought in... Um, I can't think of uh, of the other guy that they brought in. Uh, but for me, I think that Napoli actually had a, a very a good... Min- I give it an A-. minus. I think that they had a very good transfer market. I a- think minus. keeping players also for them is big. Uh, Antonio says an A-. minus. Yeah. I'll say a B+. Plus. Uh, B plus again, it's in that range of A, yeah. B plus and A minus. It's hard to give in the A range when you don't really sign somebody. You don't really sign too many great players. Osiman, obviously the most expensive player in their history. And one thing that Ludovico was saying, and he he pulled out the the classic uh, Galliani quote: uh, Lozano is going to be like a new signing for uh, Lozano is going to play big dividend for them. So, big time. Which hopefully watch this year. Which hopefully he is. So I, I would go for a B plus for them. Okay. You know what? They got rid of Callejon. Callejon was a bust. The last two years, they didn't do much for, uh, for um, Napoli. Yeah, Callejon left. Uh, overall, it was pretty. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna copy me. A minus. No, no, no. I'm not gonna copy. I just. I feel like I'm gonna regret not putting Napoli in the Champions League spot because they're looking so good right now. I feel like I want to swap them. I want to swap them with Lazio, but my rating would probably be a B plus, A minus around there. Koulibaly staying was the biggest thing I think. Peter, no, I give it A minus to Napoli. They got the players that they needed. You Osiman, had Osiman, who can be a real star. Petania off the bench is amazing. You have uh, Ramani. Oh, Rahmani, the center back. From Hellas Verona was a yeah, starter. Now right. off the bench with Koulibaly and Manolas. and Manolas. So you have those guys coming off. I think they should have went Bakayoko's. after a left back. They don't have a left back with yeah, Gulam and Mario Rui. Rui. I'm not a big fan. You get Bakayoko is a very interesting mm-hmm. midfielder that adds physicality to the Napoli team. Chucky Lozano, Politano, Insigne, still have Mertens. Mertens. They still have Mertens. Mertens, right? Milik, Milik is, is not going to play is, this year. Looks no. like he's out of the project yeah. with Gattuso. Bah. I bet you he's going to be in the stands. But besides year. that, you have Gattuso starting with this team from the beginning. I'm really interested to see what they're able to do. Oh, 
but I would have liked them to get a left back. Roma? Answer my question, please. Okay. Milik is part of Napoli Roma. right now. He's getting the salary from Napoli. Yes. His, contract, is- his contract ends at the end of the season. They offered him a renewal. He did not take it. He wanted to leave. He wanted to go to Juventus. So most likely... Why wouldn't you use it? Because most likely... play for his money. Because most likely he's going to sit in the stands for the rest of the year. Again, we don't know anything yet. Isn't but that's there what they another were. transfer season in December? Yes. January. So, yes. Okay. He, he, yes. So- until January. Sorry. Until January, he could stay in the stands. Uh, Roma's uh, Mercato, real quick. They got Smalling. They got rid of uh, Under. They did not bring in El Shrawi. Obviously, they kept Jericho. They they got rid of Clivert. Who else did they bring in? They Pedro. Pedro. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, I will give they them got a B. Also, Kumbula. Oh, oh Kumbula. I will give them a B. I will give uh, Roma I'll a B. I'll give them a B plus because uh, for me, keeping Zeko was uh, a major thing for Roma. If Zeko will have gone, it will just that that was the franchise player of, uh, for Roma right now. So uh, you're taking Zeko out of the equation. When Totti's gone, the Ross is gone. There is no more franchise player over there. Florenzi, they, he was not even, uh, uh, not even, uh, uh, never, never. No one has uh, has put a Florenzi uh, shirt on uh, on the back. <laughs> I never seen a, a, a Roma fans <laughs> with a Florenzi, you know, with Florenzi on the back. So Florenzi was uh, always a bust. I mean, it was just a streaky. What was your rating? You know, I'm, I give a B plus. B plus. Um, Mike, what's your rating? This is a strange one because I feel like they should have fortified an attack more with Zaniolo out. Jericho's getting a little, I don't know, rusty. Pedro's not the best. Mikitaria. Oh, Pedro, Pedro is. I don't know. It's a, but their defense very good and very good in defense. Gumbula, small and great, great signings. But they're t- they're gonna, it's gonna be very hard for them to score goals this season. So uh, it's good that they have a good defense because they're not gonna score a lot. Pete? So uh, wait, I B minus. I, I disagree with you, Mike. I think a, a B plus. I love Jeko. Mm-hmm. I think even though in the beginning he hasn't been as Jeko like, he's he's gonna score goals. You had Pedro Mkhitaryan who have experience playing mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Pedro with Barcelona also. These are guys that are very tricky Plus. that can that can give service to Jeko. Um, you have Lorenzo Pellegrini, who I think this year is going to mm-hmm. be very important. It sucks that Zaniolo is out because he would have added something to that midfield. Mm. Better two is a quick, crafty right. midfielder. Um, Cristante. Being able, Cristante also. Being able to... Yeah, Mancini on defense is an excellent I was about player. to say, being able to get have Mancini, Smalling, Kumbula... It's a very good defense with also Ibanez now that probably goes mm-hmm. on the bench or alternates with one of the, the three. Uh, I like this Roma team. Right, now, Roma it's just a matter of being cons- more consistent. This is Fonseca's second year. Uh, this is a Mkhitaryan's second year in Serie A. So like Lozano, I give him a pass the first year. Now he's got to do better. They do not have a second striker for Jeko. Could, could exactly. bite them in the back. Yeah. But... Overall, I think for the change of ownership and so mm-hmm. much change within Roma, they did okay. And, and we'll see how it goes until January. Want, yeah, B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Uh, let's go on to the situation. And before we go there, I want to um, tell everybody, make sure you are liking this video if you're enjoying the content and subscribe. We're doing, we're doing a lot of live streams and a lot of content coming your way. We also have a ranking every home kit that should be coming out That's tomorrow. Right. Yep. Um, and before we talk about that, the, the home, Juventus. What is a home kit? The jerseys. We rank the like the, the best jerseys from oh, first yeah. to last. Um, and thank you for everybody who's sending in donations. I'm going to read out everybody right at the end. Uh, so let's talk about the Juventus Napoli situation. Michael and I and Ludo already gave our opinion mm-hmm. for the most part. I'm not going to repeat myself in explaining everything that happened. I think most of the people that are watching live right now watched yesterday where we went into very detail specifically of exactly what happened. I can link you a timestamp yesterday to the exact explanation. So if you missed that, I would suggest watching yesterday's video. Oh, there's actually uh, a video of just that on, on our YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah, 15 minutes. Right now, there's just video. a 15-minute video of exactly yeah. what happened. I just wanted to get, and I'll link it as they're talking, um, 
Peter and Antonio's opinion uh, on the situation. So, all right. First of all, I didn't follow, uh, you know, that closely the old stuff because uh, I was playing my game. Number one, number Did you two. Win? Naturally, we tied. I mean, we tied. <laughs> Are you lying? Uh, Huh? I think they lost. No, we tied. We tied sure. a game against, I think, one of the best teams in the league. But anyway, yeah, aside from that, that now. <laughs> well, aside from that, I so, just uh, linked the video. So if aside from that, it, so the fact that uh, I was very disappointed that Napoli was not able to travel to uh, to Torino because you now you're giving uh, Juventus an upper end. We'll you know, lot you after those three points that they really they, they didn't deserve it because uh, you know you should be traveling over there. I mean, none of my business. I mean. Uh, Covid no Covid, if everybody else is traveling to, uh, to, uh, to, Tor uh, to Torino, to Florence, to Rome, to Milan, to, uh, to, uh, to Palermo, to any, anywhere. So why only Napoli didn't travel to, to go to play a, a game? So I don't see, I don't see it. I, don't, I really don't, don't, they cannot read the rationale for, for doing something like that. And if they lose their, uh, the, the, the battle on the court, it's three points that Juventus didn't need to get on the bag. It's technically four points because why? Napoli will be deducted one point. Get out of here. So it's four points lost. So that's a disgrace. We for will me. talk about Lazio after. So uh, I, I, I'm very disappointed for Napoli because I, I want them to, to, to give Juventus a, a big fight. But at the same time, you know, I'm a little bit upset at them because uh, they should have known better not to. Uh, to let the situation escalate to the point that you don't travel to Florence and then uh, and then you hoping that uh, the court is going to give you is going to give you uh, you know uh, some hope to the, for the game to be replayed. I think it's just a big gamble. I wouldn't I wouldn't take it. If I was running Napoli, I wouldn't have done that. Peter? Well, obviously, there was a, there's a problem with the organization structure of what Lega Serie A came up with. Because there's, there's an issue as far as who has the, not even the upper hand, who has the right to keep a team. But supposedly, the local authorities within Napoli, the AS Campania region, yeah. did not allow them to travel because of their cases. You said, oh, how come only Napoli? It's not true. So Potenza and Serie C also resulted two positive tests for their players and did not travel to Palermo and they were going to be playing on that Sunday as well and did not play a Serie C game. Lega Serie C made a decision and wanted to get new tests done. Napoli, I think there was a little fear because they versed the Genoa side who has now... 14 confirmed cases. Mm -hmm. I think Lega Serie A, they wanted to keep a hard stance because they didn't want, they know this is going to be a problem throughout the rest of the season and wanted to have something that says, no, we're going to be strong on this and we're not going to allow Napoli to decide what goes on. But I think Juventus could have handled this matter a little bit better. Serie A should have handled this a lot better should have addressed this problem, should have had this problem addressed if a local authority says you cannot travel, who has the upper hand and what's going on with the government. So they didn't say anything. Thank Juventus, you. Juventus followed the protocol. Juventus followed the, the protocol, but if De Laurentiis calls Agnelli, Agnelli says he got called, they could have agreed to change the day. Agnelli purposely said, no, we follow the protocol. That's but, a smart thing to do. But technically, they followed the protocol. No, I, I, I'm sorry. B. On paper, yeah, I'm they not did trying to take Juventus yeah. sides. I'm not taking Juventus well, I'm not, sides. I'm not taking Juventus sides. But let side me tell you all. something. If there but, is no authority that is telling you that you can do what you're is, doing, but who, there, who's but, authority? The Aslas doesn't. 
technically, according to the protocol, the only thing that's the gray area is if Napoli were were allowed to travel or if they were not allowed. But either way, like we had said yesterday, in my opinion, if Napoli does not feel safe to travel, which I think they have every right to not feel safe to travel, they played against a general who ended up having like 16 to 18 exactly. positive tests. And we know that these tests have come back negative even days after. You have to take multiple. Sometimes they're delayed and all this stuff. That general had so many of these cases that Napoli could be afraid to not spread it even more. So I think that Napoli has a good, a right perspective 100%. on that. And yeah. they were, it's, it's not that anybody's right or anybody's really wrong. It's just, in my opinion, like I said, I think as a whole, we could have handled the situation better. That's, that's my only disappointment Listen, is that it made us look oh, bad. My, my for the Napoli fans, excuse me, Pete, for the Napoli fans, I, you, you guys, you have really have no idea how, joyf how joyful I will feel seeing Napoli beat the living crap out of Juventus, especially <laughs> yeah. into their home. Anto, and they have the but team. But this is health reasons, too. These they have the team to do too. it. You got to think about Listen, that. They but, go back Mike, but Mike, but Mike, you know, it's, it's both sides thing. of the perspective because me, Milan, to his perspective, okay. he could say Zlatan is out with coronavirus right. and Milan so is still playing their us? games. What happened with that? So, so I would have, love to, to see Juventus to getting their, their ass kicked by Napoli. But, you know, me, COVID, me, no COVID. Milan so because Napoli's got the team to do it and yeah, they, have the, they have the team to beat the crap out of Juventus. I think Milan did not verse a team that has 14 confirmed cases. Like this is the difference. But Pete, you, you were talking about a week ago, two weeks ago with the, no, with the general. it wasn't two weeks ago. How, how, how long last was week, that? Last week. Okay, last week. So you come up with the two players that are positive, right? The players or just a, a, a staff? Players, no, Elmas players. and Zielinski. Okay, so you keep those two guys, you isolate those two guys, and you bring the team to, to Torino. Why are you taking a chance? One, one important thing, but too. But also from the, the there's, authorities. There's reports that, that, the, that the Italian Federation is looking into if Napoli didn't handle certain protocols correctly after... They found out about uh, Zielinski getting coronavirus. Isolation. So there's there's so much that we don't know, and we like to think that we know the exact situation from here. But the truth is, we do not, and we have a, a slanted um, view on it, and our perception is different than what actually happened or what we know to have happened. So it's, it's complicated. It's very complicated. I don't think there's any right or wrong specifically in this case. It's perspective, and and it's difficult to judge. We're in an unprecedented time. Nobody has ever dealt with this before. And I think Serie A could have handled this a lot better. I, the first one to blame is Serie A. They mm -hmm. could have handled it a lot better. They could have just postponed the game. But even the, the ownership, ownership, Even if it was me. one day. They should have made an agreement. Nobody wants to see a game end 3 nothing On paper. To me... And, to and me, see a team take the field with Marco, no to me... I think Gattuso will have brought the team over there because Gattuso is a warrior. Will have played with even if with six players with the COVID. I said, okay, you guys stay home. We're gonna do. We're gonna take the high road. We're gonna go and fight over there, and we're gonna try to to kick their ass. So, but I think it was it was played at a high level between De Laurentiis and Agnelli. So probably something went on over there that we don't know any details. Then one of them must have said, you know what, go, go wherever you gotta go. Don't make me spell it spell it out for uh, for you. Yep. But at the, at the end of the day, no, Napoli is with three point less and with the potential. So far, getting, they didn't have. They didn't have four any. Point, four the ruling, point the ruling, penalties. The ruling should come later in this week. Some say tomorrow. Some say the day after. The one thing that we were also mentioning with Ludovico is that Napoli, from Napoli's perspective, there's no point in them not going to Torino for any other reason besides a health concern because Napoli is the more informed team. If there's any if there's any time that you want to play Juventus, it's now where Juventus have not looked good right. and Napoli have looked really good. Right. So in my opinion, it has nothing to do with Napoli not wanting to go. There's zero reason for them not to want to play this match. If anything, they have the upper hand in this match because they're in a better form and they're playing a weaker Juventus. So 
from that perspective, I don't think it's people saying not play scared. Let's just rate um, Lazio's season, uh, Lazio's transfer market real quick. So I Peter, have, Peter's got the upper end. I think it's, you know, I, 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 I hate to say that, but uh, he's right. Serie A will, should have been, uh, instead of letting Agnelli and, uh, and De Laurentiis fighting or, uh, or Gattuso and, uh, and uh, Pirlo trying to talk to each other, it's the Serie A that really screwed it up. Well, so, it's, it's tough time. And they knew so, it. What? Two, three days in advance, they knew it that uh, Napoli had this kind of a problem. Why they didn't take a stand? That's uh, the last thing that I wanted to know. What's, what's everybody's uh, rating for Lazio's transfer market? They Lazio? got they got Muriki. They brought in Fares. They brought in Peperena. They got Pereira. Um, they kept, obviously, Chido Immobile. They were trying to sign for a long time uh, Davi Silva, yeah. which obviously did not go through. A they kept Correa. They, stay, they kept the charity who was yeah. really linked with leaving. Yeah. Uh, what would everybody's rating of Lazio be? C plus. I, w- I would say a B. C plus. C minus. Um, B, I like the move. I, I think B minus overall. They kept their place, but they could have fortified a little bit better overall yeah. here in Champions League. They yeah, got, I know. They should have done a little bit they better. They didn't buy anybody. They didn't reinforce themselves. They didn't do much. That's yeah. true. Um, I'm going to read through some of the donations. Thank you for everybody that was donating all podcasts. We had too deep of talks that uh, it was t- difficult for us to break it up with um, with some of the questions we had. Berart, thank you for the donation. He said, Ludovico was an excellent guest. Would be great to have him as a regular. Forza Inter, Forza Peter, Forza Antonio. Thank you. He just thank does you. not like Michael and I. Uh, Clifford said, my dream is one day to come and see that podcast wall. Thank you, Clifford. Uh, thank you for the donation. Joseph Abate. Uh Oh, what was that guy's name? That funny guy, Kuchicha, Kuchika. Remember oh, that dude? Yeah, yeah. He he donated. He said Forza Milan, Forza Antonio, Forza Bari. You got that right, man. <laughs> I like this guy. Bring him over. <laughs> uh, Joseph Joseph Abate said, "Very poor day for Milan. No center back sign. No right wing. No backup uh, left back. No real backup striker. Leao insists on playing on the wing. Colombo too. Thoughts? Why not spend Europa League money?" For AC Milan today, we're probably going to spend some money in December because AC Milan didn't want to rush in any, uh, you know, uh, you know. Last Everyone th- had the same time. They, they don't have the time and the money to to spend on uh, on unnecessary uh, player. I tell you, I tell you what, could be probably uh, the strategy that AC Milan is going to be using because it's going to be a lot of player unhappy that uh, they they haven't been sold mm-hmm. that they wanted to leave and yeah. then uh, probably the transfer market of December or January. Is going to prove uh, to be uh, very prolific for AC Milan. Nick, uh, with the Nick, extra 10, 15 million. How many more million they got from, uh, from the qualification? 15 million, I think. 15 million. That's good money. Nick, uh, thank you for the donation. Clifford said, Which Serie A team won this transfer window? I don't remember who I gave the highest rating yeah, to. Me neither. I would say. Atalanta, uh, w- maybe? No. I would say Napoli. They're up there. I think Atalanta, I'd give it, probably give it to maybe. Clifford, Napoli. Clifford also said, When I negotiate my next job salary, I'm going to use Antonio's phrase No money, no honey. Show me the money. You got that right. <laughs> Wait, what would you guys say for your Mercato? The best Mercatos? I don't know. Whatever I rated. I think I rated Atalanta. Okay. Oscar Vasquez. Uh, Milan could have signed Van Dijk, Messi, Kevin De Bruyne, Mbappe, and Mike still would have given them a C. Rest in <laughs> peace, Mike the Milan fan. No, that's not true. Hey, by the way, Mike, look at that. You're wearing Juventus stuff. All of a sudden, what happened with Udinese? Udinese. Udinese. This is Udine. Udine. Oh, well, yeah. it's black and uh, black yeah, and uh, so white. Udinese, Udinese signed Udinese. De Olofeo, by the way. Yeah, De Olofeo. Oh, yeah. That's a good X- sign. Now, now oh, they, got, they got double D. They got they wow. got they got the pole the pole they and they'll fail double d over mm. there at, uh, and lasagna up front they're gonna and be lasagna. a team to watch it's like a, a menu for me pereira too they got pereira mm. so, oh yeah he came back Gio uh agulez also thank you for your donation he said y'all are laughing at haug 
I can't say his name. Hagen. But that signing will lead to Holland in two years. Like Antonio says, we are not dead yet. We are a sleeping giant. Never Forza Milan. Never so he says this guy's going to turn into they're Holland. Made, they're made of rubber. We're made of rubber. <laughs> Any bullet bounced back on us. You can just keep shooting. He's right. We're made of metal. When yeah, you hit our metal, no. it goes right back uh, at you. Some of the metal gets intended. The rubber, they just step back. And How's then, it going? What happens what when you pop a tire? Uh, don't worry about the tires. <laughs> we're talking it's about rubber. we're talking about soccer over here. We're not talking about. Uh, so I agree with the guy. What's his name of this guy here? Um, it was Gio. Gio. All right. Agules. A uh, couple more donations, real quick. Uh, Sumitra. I uh, said Napoli did a great job on the market. A is the perfect rating for them. Um, couple more, real quick. Also, Sumitra, another one. He said, "Love your podcast. Much love from India." Forza Milan Spinner says F1 question for Antonio Does Binotto need to be fired from Ferrari? Is he a loser? Also, what does he think about Haas F1? Is Steiner, Grosjean and Manisian losers? Grosjean Grosjean, alright uh, I'll tell you what <laughs> Formula 1 this year has been a big handicap Because uh, no team were allowed to prepare the proper way Number one Just The Scuderia, they were not able to uh, To implement the few changes that were uh, put into the design The new design of the car and next year, the car, they're going to be, those, those cars, those big, uh, you know, uh, bullets, we call them, because all they are, they are st- tremendously uh, uh, fast bullets. They are going to change the, the, the specs about? into the, the Sorry, chassis uh, and the engine <laughs> at the same time. As far as Binotto comes... Uh, Is he a loser? There's a couple uh, of people saying that he's a loser. I will not put him as a winner, put it this way, because uh, right now, <laughs> it's not a loser, but I, I, don't, think, I, don't, I don't think I would keep him on... Uh, so on it sounds, ties. Like, sounds like Spalletti. Well, no, it's better than Spalletti. Oh, Nobody's okay. worse than Spalletti. <laughs> Binotto, well, I, I would say... Uh, uh, if I want to grade him from an A to the, A to C, I yes. would give him a, a, a C plus. Who wow. gives a grading from A to C? Anyway, yeah. guys, yeah. as always, yo, if you're new here, make sure you like the, the like the podcast. Subscribe also if you are new. Uh, we have one more. Sorry, we just got one. And more I'm that gonna came finish in. up one more thing with <laughs> the, the Formula the Maia- One. Wait, wait, wait. The Maestro seventy two said subscribe. Uh, he subscribed for three months on Twitch Prime. So thank you. You're so the much. man, thank Twitch. You're the man. Hey, let me finish up with the Formula One. Yes, sir. We did a good thing. We bought. Uh, we got rid of Vettel because Vettel was unhappy. Was a uh, was not really uh, you know uh, sticking with the Ferrari uh, philosophy, yeah. and we got uh, Sanchez, which is a very good pilot. Alexis? No, no, no. <laughs> So, okay, guys. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. We missed one. We missed one donation. Oh, we missed one. Nick Dileva, Senor Theo Hernandez, question again. Mm. I do not see it up there, but I do. I do remember reading it, but I don't see it up there. Mm-hmm. It's like the last one. Everybody knows that it's the last one. Um, Anto, why don't you sing for us in the meantime? Oh, I think I, I know what it was actually. It was Quesada. like. Uh, oh, I found it. Oh, yeah. Hernandez. What about wait, the Hernandez? Wait, no, no. Sing for a little while I find it, real quick. Just give us a little thing. Uh, I'm almost spit there. Spit some what fire. I'll give you a beat. When I want to sing. Come on. Keep going. Just rap go. it. Go rap on. it. Hey. Milan. Peter knows the Milan song. Go, go, go. Solo. Come on, come on, come on. He's getting embarrassed. Nick DeLeve said, question for Marco and Peter. What are your thoughts on Theo Hernandez? Is he one of the best left backs in the world? And would you want him on your favorite teams? Nick, I absolutely agree. I he's think not he is one happen. of the best. And I would 100% take him on Juventus. Ashley Young's better. Uh, no. He's definitely... He's a, he's a top left back, and I think he fits Serie A. The physicality, his technical ability, his speed, defending. He still needs a little work, but 
he's a top left back. As compared what, to would who? You, would you take him at Inter? Is what his hundred in a half percent? a heartbeat. We, we have, have, we have a curse. You know, I'll make have, a deal. You know the Inter curse? curse? What is it? You don't know about it? No. Ever since Roberto Carlos left Inter, we have not been able to get a solid left back. Mm-hmm. You don't like Azamoa? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. I'm gonna give you Hernandez, but give me Devray. Okay, give what? me Screener. Okay. Oh, two. Uh, I keep Pastoni. You can keep it, and uh, I would have taken even the guy that you sold to uh, to uh, to Cagliari for uh, for free. Godin, Godin. I would have taken the three of them. Yeah. All three. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Who would have taken? Because we need it. What do you no, think? Luka, I would have done with Lukaku. That's <laughs> garbage. Goals? That's garbage. You uh, love Lukaku. Anyway, no, guys, no. as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, guys. Ciao, guys. Ciao, ciao. Let's go.